0: LinkedIn, the place to be. To be. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact. We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content... You have to trust it. Introducing Watsonx Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watsonx Governance. Learn more at ibm.com/governance. IBM. Let's create. There are no girls on the internet as a production of iHeartRadio and Unboss Creative. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is There Are No Girls on the Internet. I talk a lot about disinformation and media manipulation on this show. Sometimes it's social media bots being driven by foreign bad actors. But what do you do when the media manipulation isn't coming from overseas bad actors, but instead from a mainstream, widely read media outlet? I've been monitoring the increasing attacks on Vice President Kamala Harris since she became vice president. Now, I already knew that she was going to face racist, sexist attacks because she's a Black woman in a visible position, and that's just kind of what happens. And it might be kind of hard to see if you're not primed to see Noir, the combination of racism and sexism that we face as Black women. But just look at some of the recent media narratives out there about Vice President Harris. They're all really racially coded and gendered. Recent stories paint her out to be a pushing, domineering Black woman, or uppity, which is basically just a racist framing for Black women who don't know their place or are acting above their station. A recent story about Harris's senior aide stepping down was framed as disarray in Harris's office. Or take this recent Fox News headline, Kamala Harris reportedly spends over $500 on cookware in a Parisian shop amid U.S. economic uncertainty. How is Harris spending her own money on fancy pans even a news story? And we're not just seeing this from hyperpartisan outlets like Fox News. Last night, Politico published one of the most ridiculous pieces I have ever seen, and that is really saying something. The piece, called Kamala Harris is a Bluetooth-phobic, is about how Vice President Harris uses wired headphones instead of the wireless Bluetooth kind. And the article's framing, like, basically calls her a crazy person because of it. Former aides say the vice president has long been careful about security and technology, with some describing it as prudent and others suggesting it's a bit paranoid. The piece also goes on to say that when people visited Harris's office back when she was California's attorney general, she would instruct aides not to let them wait in her office alone, as if that's not a totally normal thing for people to do. The piece goes on to say that her office did not respond when Politico asked if there was a fun origin story to Harris's Bluetooth wariness, or for any background on the particular security risks Harris believes Bluetooth technology represents. But you know what the journalist who wrote this story could have done to get background on the security risks of Bluetooth headphones? Literally just fucking Google it. Because Bluetooth headphones are actually an extremely well-documented security risk. And this is not some obscure thing that only techies know. It's a pretty commonly known thing, literally, first page of Google. Bluetooth's known security risks are also a part of the government's official security protocols. For instance, Did you know that White House computers have Bluetooth disabled as a default setting for precisely this reason? Last year, the government's national security agency, Defensive Cybersecurity Branch, recommended users disable Bluetooth altogether to avoid having their conversations compromised. And, according to the Daily Beast, who just published a fantastic breakdown of the different security risks involving Bluetooth, Members of the current slate of State Department nominees, ranging from would-be assistant secretaries to potential ambassadors, have also been warned by the NSA about Bluetooth's potential failability from a security perspective. In briefings done by security engineering officers with the U.S. Foreign Service, nominees are told that an open Bluetooth connection can be a, quote, cracked window, allowing bad actors access to their devices and data. It can also allow attackers to physically track you and create logs of your physical movements, habits, and behavior in ways that can help predict your future movements. The NSA warned nominees that Bluetooth can be used to track your locations using equipment called sniffers, even if your phone's cellular service is turned off. And here's a scary case. Cybersecurity researchers found that Bluetooth allowed bad actors to steal target's contacts, call logs, and messages, and let them send fake messages from their target's phones. Now, to be clear, Most regular people really do not need to worry about this kind of thing. I know I personally don't use Bluetooth headphones, not for security reasons, but mostly because I find Bluetooth technology to be kind of janky and like slow to connect. And honestly, I just don't want to have to worry about losing one of my $200 AirPods on a train. And I also think that the wire can be a really good signal to the world that I am obviously wearing headphones. Those little earbuds can get lost behind my hair and then people try to talk to you while you're wearing headphones and it's just very awkward. But even though normal people don't really have to worry about this, it's still something that we should all know. And if you're the vice president of the United States, obviously you need to have this level of awareness about digital security. The Daily Beast talked to a former NSA threat intelligence analyst who said it's a fine protocol for almost everyone, even with the vulnerabilities that Bluetooth present, because these kinds of attacks require reasonably close access to exploit it, along with an actor who has both the capability and the intent to do so. This means only a few thousand people out of the billions on Earth need to worry about this problem. And the Vice President of the United States is one of them. So did Politico mention any of these widely known and easily verifiable facts about Bluetooth technology in their piece about how crazy and paranoid Harris is for not having conversations over Bluetooth? Uh, no, of course they didn't. And this is what really makes me so angry. What a missed opportunity to educate and inform the public on the security realities of technology many of us use every day. What is even the point of a piece like this if it's not meant to inform the public? And framing Harris as a paranoid crazy person for following pretty clear digital security guidance isn't just lazy, which it is. I think it's also actively harmful because it obscures the facts. It actively contributes to the public being less informed about the role of technology. But why would a journalist do something like inform the public when they can settle for cheap attacks on a Black woman in politics to frame her as a domineering crazy person? And here's the thing, there are plenty of real reasons to be critical of Vice President Harris. I'm not saying that everybody should or has to agree with her policies or even like her, but that doesn't mean it's okay for her to be attacked with unfair, shallow smear jobs either. As a black woman, sometimes it feels like we cannot win. Harris is criticized for buying expensive cookware and then criticized for using the cheapo wired headphones that come with your iPhone instead of spending hundreds of dollars for the wireless ones. And even when we do the correct thing, we're still criticized for it. It is exhausting. And what's worse, it doesn't leave room for actual conversations about substance. And I think that's kind of the point. If Harris and Black women are associated with controversies, yes, even made-up BS controversies, it'll create a media ecosystem where Black women and women of color can't fairly compete and are being judged by absurd, unfair standards instead of being judged by our policies, words, records, and actions. And media outlets like Politico need to decide what kind of ecosystem they want to contribute to. Got a story about an interesting thing in tech or just want to say hi? You can reach us at hello at tangody.com. You can also find transcripts for today's episode at tangody.com. There Are No Girls on the Internet it was created by me, Bridget Todd. It's a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. Jonathan Strickland is our executive producer. Tari Harrison is our producer and sound engineer. Michael Amato is our contributing producer. I'm your host, Bridget Todd. If you want to help us grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When we come together, it's magic. And for 30 years, we've celebrated that. Because our ideas, our art, our flavor, our community, our impact, there's nothing like it. Here, in this place, this is where we fall more in love with everything that makes us, us. This is the place where we love us. Celebrate 30 years of loving us at Essence Festival. Get your tickets at EssenceFestival.com.